You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, March 31st, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the end of the month piss cast. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's April 1st. April Fool's Day. Oh, it is April Fool's Day tomorrow. Thanks for the heads up so I don't fall for anything stupid. Yeah, everybody beware uh, tomorrow. It's a lot of stupid stuff's going to come out and you're probably going to believe some of it. So remember, April Fool's Day tomorrow. I think I say this every year, but I can't believe April Fool's Day is still a thing. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it is. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. obviously do anything on your... No, no, no. To your boys or... Not big into it. Are they Are they talking about it yet? Because no. sometimes kids like, like to do it on their parents too, right? Well, I'll go along with it if for they sure. want to do it, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember once I stole all my dad's underpants from his drawer, and he did not find that funny. I actually find that kind of funny. He was not, <laughs> not happy. It was, I didn't realize. Shit's my gitch. Honestly, it was a, it was a bad day for it, and of course, I didn't know. He, I just woke up, like I had stolen it, and something had happened with him at work, and he was super stressed oh, out, and then he no. goes up, and I guess he had to rush and was trying to find his underpants, and it was all gone. Shoot. Yeah, so well, that's too bad. I learned my lesson. Okay. <laughs> no more stealing dad's kitchen and hiding it. We don't do April Fool's Day at our house since the incident. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah. There's also a bunch of new taxes coming in tomorrow. Like, booze prices are going to go up. Oh, yeah. New, the carbon, carbon tax, tax goes up again, which is great because I was like, I was looking at uh, our finances and I was like, you know, there's just too much money here. I just got too much extra money. Me too. I wish there was somewhere else I could put it. That's so this exactly is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, the carbon tax going up, fuel will go up, booze will go up. That's excellent. Is it just Ontario where there's a recycling tax coming into? I think it might just be Ontario. I hope it's only Ontario. Anyway, they also have yeah, like another couple cents of recycling taxes going in. Good question. I haven't heard about that yet, so maybe Good. that is just an Ontario so. thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah that, that'll help. Uh, relieve me of some of this extra money that I have kicking and stress around. It's been a involved with money. So, yeah, me too. That's great. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got plans for the weekend, Sean? Uh, our band is playing a gig tomorrow at the Blowers and Grafton up in Creekside. So if you hear this before then, yeah. you could go see Shauna's band play tomorrow Totally. Night. We're on at 8.30 and then again at 10. And it's going to be super laid back. Like more of a jam session for us this time as well. So we're just playing a bunch of stuff while... It's always a good time. So. I do dig that Blowers and Grafton, too. I do, too. It's right up my alley in terms of the food that they serve. and Yes. Yeah. yeah, I love Blowers and Grafton. Their food is awesome, and the atmosphere is just great in there. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, uh, it's finally nice here in Calgary. Today, yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be 11 today, so I think we're going to go have a picnic out near the mountains. we got this cool little spot. Yeah. Have a fire, roast some hot dogs, some bush pies, that sort get of some, thing. Get some, get some s'more mat- making material. Good thinking. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any s'more making material, and Bo complained last time, so thank you for reminding me. No problem. So On it. That's what we're going to do, I think. Yeah, I'm going to... That's it. Both of us were like, well, the one nice day we've had, we better be outside the entire time. And like, then it's supposed to get shit again. So we'll I just, know. Yeah, this is kind of it. We'll, we'll take it in. On the show today, we're going to talk about where you might like your ashes spread. Uh, a great Fortune 500 submitted by a friend of the show. Talk about alcohol as it's portrayed on TV. Some interesting animal etymologies. A word for a butt that you and I didn't know of, surprisingly. Yeah. 
We're going to talk about some of these articles that you may have seen regarding how much the Prime Minister is spending on certain aspects of, I guess, his personal life. Uh, Terry of the Month nominee, a really strong one from Manitoba. Definitely. Something that I always thought was so funny, but you weren't allowed to laugh at. And I think maybe enough time has passed that we can laugh at it now. Uh And we're going to cleanse you with sound. After you out of context clip of the show. It's been watched. You can you can reuse this vagina head. <laughs> this knitted fur burger. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So I got targeted this Instagram account called Something Vibes, Beckler. Something Vibes? I, I don't know the oh, actual name. Like, I just, yeah. I forget saw now. Vibes. Uh but I, I even followed the account for research purposes mm-hmm. for the show. But I can't seem to find it right now. Anyway, what I did take down is that their story was talking about this sound. That you could you you need to listen to. So they said, as of midnight tonight, there are going to be some major changes, and to get rid of these changes, we need to listen to the sound. It's supposed to clear us of our negative what energy are the changes? and our, our vibes. I don't know. It didn't Carbon specify. Tax? It just says, "You're right. There are there are some big changes coming." <laughs> The tomorrow? Wasn't that though? Yeah, the alcohol tax and, and yeah. the recycling yeah. tax in Ontario. You're right. Okay, that they didn't specify that. Maybe mm. that was it. But they gave this link to this sound, and I was like, okay, well, I'm curious now, and I've got the sound for us because I was like, well, oh, so, okay, we're all in on this. We're, we're all in on this. We've got to do it. Okay. Well, I looked into it after Beckler. I googled it. I was like, negative vibe sound, and the first thing that popped up with this article from Cosmo magazine, and it says, fact, you can totally <laughs> cleanse your space with sound. <laughs> Uh, we're going to disagree on the term fact, fact there, Cosmo. <laughs> yep. And it's straight from Cosmo. So when I saw that, I was like, well, it must be true. All of this is... So, so here you we have go. the sound? I've got the I sound right. cleansed. I know, it. me too. Here it is. It sounds like a like a prayer gong. Is that... It's similar to that, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what their belief system is, right? It, it's based on ancient prayer gongs and bowls that you bang and stuff. It's a uh, pleasing sound. It is quite beautiful, actually. I could see why it's soothing. Ooh, we got another, another one. one. I hope everybody's being cleansed with us right now. Like, turn this it is up. Actually, oh, sorry. Turn it. No, I mean, you listening? Turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> I was I like, oh, my headphones sorry. Up here. I know. I was like, I, I can't anymore. This, oh. oh, that's a good note right there. I like that one. I mean, it is. It truly is soothing. I'm feeling clean. It's cleaning our negative energy right out of sure our asses is. here. <laughs> Sure is. You have a shower, you put this on. Yep. Or one clean mask. You pamper your ass with this sound one? and yeah, it's coming. Yeah, no, no. yeah just wait. I, th- th- this is uh, an hour long, so we could be here for some time, everyone. I don't Where know if it? you have to listen to the whole Where thing. Where is it? I, it's coming. I don't know. It just It's eventually coming. Holy crap. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Woo! That's that good stuff right there. God, I feel it good. Podcast. So you and I have noticed um, most mornings there's a few women who walk by the station wearing these hot pink toques. Yeah. And there's like several of them. Uh-huh. And it's tough to miss because the toques are so bright. Yes. And I've started seeing these hot pink toques all over the place. I saw a few yesterday too. And I'm wondering, like, are they for something? Are they for a cause? Are they for... Well, and these women that walk by, they, they have dogs. And I, I thought at one point that they were like... You know, are, are they? Yeah, do they work together? And this mm, is their their like uniform, uniform of some sort. But yeah, I don't know. As I, or is this just fashionable now? Is just did it just catch on the hot pink too? Kind of like the caramel Carhartt toque did. It, it's true. No. Although two of them like side by side wearing the exact same hot pink toque. That's a bit weird. You but notice maybe they that. both love it, right? You I mean, notice that. Yeah. And I've been seeing these toques everywhere now. Mm. 
Um, I have to be honest with you. When I see them, I'm reminded of the vagina toques that were worn during the Women's March back uh, in 2017. Yes, the vagina toque. Yes, because <laughs> if you'll remember, if we'll go back a few years, yeah. there was that clip that came out of Trump saying that he just grabbed women by it. Yep. And then some women adopted the phrase in response to that, this one grabs back. Right. right. Yeah. And they started wearing these knitted vagina toques. Uh, there were men that wore them too, actually. Yeah. Um, I still maintain that was the one of the funniest things ever that you weren't allowed to laugh at because the it's cause true. was good. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. most people, most people agreed with that. Yeah. Trump was being a pig. He said some nasty things about women. Yes. And then you had millions of people march to show them that that wasn't okay. And most of us supported that. Mm-hmm. But then a few hundred thousand of them had these crocheted vaginas on their head. And I just, like, you should go back and look at the photos. I know. Google Women's March 2017 and you'll see like a hundred thousand women with with crocheted vaginas on their head. Yeah, like what? That's friggin' hilarious. What happened to the vagina toques? Like, where are they all now? <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like a political memento, I think. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Did, I remember when like, I Like, did mar- a lot of them want wind up in secondhand stores you know like well i don't i don't need this vagina toque anymore maybe somebody else can somebody else can wear it now once trump got bounced everyone's like yeah. oh i'm not won't be needing this fabric it's only a slightly anymore. used sin cave it's fine <laughs> this crocheted front it's bum a, it's only been it's, used by it's only been on a couple heads don't worry you know you this, it's uh, been washed you can you can reuse this vagina head this knitted fur burger <laughs> This symbol of power. Knitted gitch goblin that I put up atop my head for a while here. Now somebody else hopefully. <laughs> Man, like like I said, I, I support you. I've got this used got panty knitted, hamster. I've got a knitted panty hamster on your head. On my head here. You can't, it kind of like, it, I'm gonna it's a little silly. I'm going to gift it to you now, okay? <laughs> there, oh, and there's a few hundred thousand of you wearing it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But you, I couldn't laugh at the time because everyone would have been like, you're a monster. It's misogynistic. Look, it's, like, it's a very nicely knitted ham clam that I put on pound my head and now I don't want to wear it so you can have it. You can't tell me that if I was walking around with like a fabric <laughs> dink on my head, doesn't matter what cause I'm supporting, no matter how good the no. cause, no matter how much you agree with it. If I got a, if I got a crocheted dink on my head, you're gonna be like, you look ridiculous, man. Yeah. You look, you got a so yarn. You got a yarn. Where did you get your <laughs> your yarn pen? Fifteen up there. Honestly, your yarn needle up there. Like, what is happening? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Kristen sent us a good Terry of the Month nomination. Oh yes, if this is the one I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. it's great. I'm just gonna read this to you. Kay. So uh, she says, "Hey there, big fans of the Venus Pisser over here." Call our piss cast. We do. Uh, I'm from Manitoba, and Nicole, the other group member, is from Calgary. She's actually the one who wrote in about how we named the piss cast the pisser, mm-hmm. which, of course, we've now taken over, obviously. She says, we have a Terry of the Month nominee, if we could. A little while back, a, a quick story about Manitoba first. She says, many of the rough and tough Terry rednecks with their trucks come from the area between Lake Manitoba and Lake Winnipeg called the Interlake Area. I didn't know this. I didn't the Interlake either. area. This is the Terry Terry's out from there, which is okay. good to know. Uh, our friend is from the Interlake area of Manitoba. He is quite the Terry. He recently sent us a Snapchat of his quote unquote vandals and let us know that he's ready for summer. I informed him that he would be nominated for uh, Terry of the Month, and he replied with a hell yeah, which and of the, course Terry would. And the rock on emoji. And the rock on emoji. <laughs> and uh, so the picture that she sent us of these quote unquote vandals are Van's shoes. With the back heel completely cut off of them, <laughs> so that they're sandals. Thus, 
the vandal name, their Vans sandals that he has concocted himself. We'll throw a picture of these up on yes, our socials because they're in the super process funny. I'm doing it right now. Uh, uh, yeah. You know Terry's going barefoot into them things and they're going to smell awful oh, by the end of the summer. God, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because the, these types of shoes do exist with like <laughs> the no back. In fact, yeah. I, they were quite stylish when I was growing up. I forget. I think they were fat farm shoes. And then they, they took off the back of them, and I used to wear the Fat Farm. You did wear Fat I wore, Farm shoes, didn't you? From Brampton, we all wore the Fat Farm Fat Farm oh shoes. Oh, my God. PH That's so fat. funny. Yes. I remember them fondly, but they were they were essentially the real version of these vandals, but these ones are much more Terry and much more hilarious. Yeah, that's a straight Terry move to modify your, your shoes well, and this for the is, summer for partying. When you look at these, they clearly are, they've been well-worn already, so yeah. you know they already have probably a bit of a scent, and then you're just... They probably ripped in the heel, and he was like, I'm yeah. going to keep using them things. And He got a new pair, but he was like, these aren't garbage yet. You're going to smell Terry from a mile away in the summer. And he's going to party hard in those things in oh, the summer. Oh, he, he's going to put vandals. them in, in, the, in the water. You know he's going <laughs> to fall in the water in them, and then just keep wearing them around. And That smell is wow. awful. Uh, total Terry of the month right there. Oh, well yeah. done, girls. That's a phenomenal nomination. That is Thank great. You. Yeah. I keep seeing these articles lately uh, criticizing the prime minister for certain instances of spending. And uh, these are like, this is an exclusive to Trudeau. These are very common in politics. You know, the blank politicians, blank cost this much. And then we all get upset about it. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it came out this week that the Trudeau family's vacation to Jamaica this past Christmas cost $160,000. And then there was another article from some of the right-wing outlets this week that the Prime Minister's cottage at Harrington Lake is costing taxpayers $20,000 per month in upkeep. Mm. I was thinking even back to like the Queen's funeral, and do you remember all the the commotion that was made about the cost of that trip? Right. And the hotel rooms were $6,000 a night and yeah. that sort of thing. I, I got to be honest with you, Shauna, I, I can't get cranked about this. When I read that, it doesn't like, it doesn't boil my blood like it does for some people. Not to say this stuff couldn't be done cheaper, but like... It costs a lot to move and protect a prime minister. I know. I always he, think that too. Like, was it Jason Kenney or, or whoever was under fire for that too? And I'm, you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's just what it costs to to, to fly. It's yes. not like, you know, people. I don't know what people think. They think that I guess they, you know, are lavishly showering themselves in the most outrageous vacation mm-hmm. in the world. And it's like, that's not actually what's happening. It's just as a prime minister or as somebody in politics that's higher up, it's, it costs a lot. To there are logistics to safe. it. Right? Yeah. I, I once read that every time the president goes anywhere, it costs a million bucks. Yeah. It costs a million dollars to move him everywhere, anywhere in terms of like what needs to go with him, security detail and all that. So, I mean, he, Trudeau is the leader of a moderately important country. It's going to cost. Yeah. And also like Harrington Lake is owned by the crown. So to call it Trudeau's cottage is just garbage reporting. It's mm-hmm. not his cottage. It belongs to the crown. If Polyev gets in, it will be his cottage. Yep. So that's... I also think that collectively, we aren't good at processing these dollar amounts because, you know, these these ones, the, the examples that we gave here, we look at this and we say, well, my vacation doesn't cost $160,000. My house doesn't cost $20,000 to maintain. Yeah. But it's not like... Those are it's peanuts. Different. Those yep. are peanuts in terms of what a government spends. It's true. Like... I can get upset when we start talking about something like the Arrive Can app, which was a total waste of money. It was nothing but COVID theater, and it cost $54 million. Like, yeah. okay, now we're talking real dollars, and that goes that's to real literally, waste. Yeah, nothing. Yes. Um, yeah, that's different for sure. You can go up in an order of magnitude from there still. Like, in 2015, when he was campaigning, 
this is what Trudeau said on the campaign trail. We will not buy the F-35 fighter jet. And then just recently, he bought quite a few of the F-35 fighter jet mm. with an expected lifetime cost of $70 billion. Yeah, that's real money. So That hurts. Not to say that was the wrong decision, but like we can't, I, I can't argue about thousands when there are billions with a B being spent, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was an expensive glass of orange juice. It was an expensive hotel room during the Queen's funeral when every important person in the world was in the city for it. Yep. It was going to cost a bit of money. But when we talk about spending in the billions and the hundreds of millions, then I will join the outrage. But Let's focus on what really matters yes. here. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So I learned a new term for but and... Uh, ah. By new, I'm sure it's been around for a long time, but I'm old, so of course I'm taking a while to catch up on this. But basically, this Instagram clip was sent to me, and I swear to God, these Instagram clips that have different words for butts just are now targeted at me. It's like, we know you know this, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's this this young kid who's being interviewed about the nationalities of women he thinks are the most attractive. Okay. (laughs) So he says, Irish, Portuguese, and Nigerian. And then the guy was asking for each, you know, nationality, why? So this is what happens. So attracted to Nigerian girls. They got a big bunda. Mm. Big nash. Big nash. You like the nash? Yeah. A nash warrior. Yeah. I love that car. <laughs> so first he says he likes that they have a big bonda. So I've I never heard. heard I've never yep. heard bunda before. And then he says nash. And Yash is apparently the name for a big butt as well, and I didn't, I didn't know this. I've never heard that either. Me neither. I so I looked into it and I googled it, and sure as heck, it says, yeah, the word for a big butt is a Nyash or a Nyash warrior. Here's a question for you: yes. How did we not know this? I don't know. Like there are, there's really nothing in the world that I consider myself to be an expert on, mm-hmm. even the things that I'm really into. Yep. I always I, I realize how there are people who know so much more about it than I do. Like even even this job, there yep. are people that know so much more about radio than I do. Mm-hmm. The one thing I might be an expert on is different words for your. But butt. here's the thing, Beckler. First of all, this was in England, so it it makes mm. me think that maybe there's a whole other world of words for butts that we just are so naive on because possibly they're across the world. They're not here in Canada, and it really upsets me because two of them, Bonda and Yash, I never. Never I, heard of. Before. I gotta tell you, I don't. I'm not crazy about either. No, that's a, that's the other in thing. In my I was expert thinking, opinion, when when you're considering yourself an expert, we are creating our own terms. Mm-hmm. Like we are creators of words rather than potentially experts on or exactly historians of the mm-hmm. words for ass. So. Yeah, perhaps we need to expand our field of study or not, because as you said, I think our words are better. So you're saying we wouldn't be the ones like teaching the class in university on names for butts. No, we would no. be the ones in the lab coming up with we're new ones. We're the mad ones. scientists, we're, we're right? Research this scientists. Yeah, run a research grant. We're here, the too. ones who everybody looks at weird because we're ahead of our time, mm-hmm. right? They they see us and they're like, wow, you you guys are crazy. And then looking back <laughs> upon us, they'll be like, you were genius. Absolute genius. <laughs> Everyone thought they were nuts at the time. but <laughs> Mad hatters over there. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I had an um, etymology request for you, but you said we've already done it. Yes. Mad as a hatter. Yes. Was the term. I read it in a book yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, it has to do with the making of, of top hats with beaver pelts. Yes. And some of the chemicals involved would kind of make the the hatter go crazy, right? It would actually, the chemicals used would make people have tremors, and then from there it would extend beyond that to yeah. like nervous system breakdown. It's awful. Wow. I forgot I'm, that we had talked about that one already. But but it's, it's a really good one anyway. We've so done a lot we of go. etymologies. We sure have. I've got a couple others for you. I'm going to ruin a couple majestic animals if I could. Sure. Okay, first of all, the narwhal. 
Mm-hmm. So this word came about in the 1650s from the Danish Norwegian uh, word narval, which breaks down to literally mean corpse whale. And the reason they called the narwhal a corpse whale is because when you look at the coloring of a narwhal, it looks like oh a bloated dead corpse in the water. It does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yikes! you think of narwhal, this majestic thing, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then it's you think about that, you're like, animal. this is gross. Yeah, okay. And mm-hmm. you're right. It's got that like kind of blotty, like molted skin, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh. So ruined the narwhal for you. Yeah, On to the next terrible. one. Uh, the word dolphin comes from uh, dolphin, and that's from delphis, which more or less just translates to fish with a womb. And it's okay. because they saw the way that uh, dolphins gave birth and were like, okay, it's very realistic. Like it comes this living fish out of a womb. And so there are so right. fish with a womb. So that's not too bad. Uh, womb fish is a funny, womb fish is is a funny, funny. nickname for a dolphin. Hey, check, yeah. check out those womb fish over right? there. Right. Again, very majestic. We love them. And then womb fish kind of breaks that down a bit. <laughs> Even worse, though, is the word porpoise. Uh, that literally just means pig fish. <laughs> and it's because the round, blunt snout of a, you know, a pig and a fish, kind of the porpoise, reminded them of each other. So that's okay. where they got. So it started out as porcus marinis, which means pig of the sea. And then in the Middle Ages, this became. Chicken of the cave. <laughs> yep. Literal pig fish. So then you think of a porpoise, again, fairly majestic. People love them, very intelligent. And now we're thinking pig fish. Pig fish and womb fish. Definitely the corpse. Was it corpse then, fish? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, it breaks corpse. down to corpse whale. Corpse whale. For the That's narwhal. definitely That's the, the worst one. one for sure. Think about uh, that. I really like womb fish. We'll be keeping that one, yes. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Or pig fish. I or like pig both. fish. This has been educational. Thank yeah, okay, you, Shauna. No problem. Etymology with Shauna. And Shauna Podcast. I was watching How I Met Your Mother the other day, and uh, at one point, one of the characters was forced to down seven shots of tequila by his friends so he'd forget his problems. And then he blacks out and then vomits, and then he broke his vomit-free streak, which is really sad, and then wakes up recalling nothing with a girl in his bed. And I was watching all of that, and I was like, you know, with the crackdown of booze and the, you know, all the literature that's come out recently with how harmful booze can be, I was like, do you think down the line we could see this type of thing being banned from TV shows? Like, when you think about smoking... Mm-hmm. And everyone used to be portrayed as smokers and the badasses would smoke and it was really cool to smoke on screen and everybody was smoking and absolutely everything you saw. And then, of course, uh, all the literature and stuff came out about how bad smoking was for you. And now smoking is is essentially banned. Like it is it is hardly seen in any TV shows or movies. It's frowned upon in terms of advertising. But you really like you hardly see anybody smoking on screen anymore. Yeah, I don't think it, like, it's not banned. That's no. a cultural shift, right? It's, it's because a cultural shift. You're right. Very few people smoke anymore. Not That's a, it, why. Advertisements are banned, but not uh, not so, smoking in right. films. But it's just, you're right. You it doesn't make it sense to depict somebody smoking when that's, if you're trying to depict the real world, right? And but now I, they I, have like warnings of it on TV yeah. shows and stuff before it even comes on screen and yeah. I could see that. I don't see it ever being banned because like they show you know, they show quite a lot of murder on yes, TV sorry. On shows, and Band murder is, is also banned. Yeah, I, like banning of, of advertising the same way as smoking, yes, but not in terms of, like, Depiction. banning it on, on screen. But but you know when that, like, uh, the parental advisory comes up before and it says, this show is rated, may contain scenes of yep. coarse language, and when they say nudity, you're like, yeah, yeah, nudity, coarse language. I could language. see drinking being listed on that. Is smoking listed right now? Smoking is listed. Okay, now. yeah, yep. then I absolutely could see drink. If it's not already, if it, like, is alcohol and drug use 
not listed already. I'm trying to remember. The alcohol I haven't seen listed just yet. But huh. even the, the scenes like that, like the, it's so glorified. You know what I mean? Like there's all of these movies. In fact, most of the movies that we grew up watching focus around booze. You think of movies mm-hmm. like The Hangover and all of the wedding movies. And it's all about getting really drunk. And it's like, I wonder if we'll see a shift in, in those types of storylines and that focus down Definitely. the line. Even like you said, he woke up, didn't remember, didn't remember anything, had a girl in his bed. Like, yeah. that would be, that'd be a big issue these days. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I know. I was watching that. And I was like, I don't think that, yeah, this episode would exist anymore if yeah. it came out today. And that shift happened fairly quickly. Really quickly. Like, when, when was that show originally airing? Jeez, I don't even know. Not that long ago, though. Yeah, you can, I mean, you can go back and watch shows that were on 15 years ago, and you're like, none of this would, would yeah. fly now. And 15 years isn't that long. Really? So it's not. The shows that like we watched in high school are no longer okay in many ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you'll, con- you'll continue to see that evolve. But it's a big shift. Yeah. Big shift. Yeah. Go on I mean, from- it's even the way people talk about booze has changed, right? Yeah. Like, when, when, when I was young, it was kind of like... It's like a badge of honor if you could really hold your alcohol totally. right, and stuff. And like, oh, I drank this much last night. And people don't do that anymore. I know. People don't. It, like, you're you're embarrassed if that happens. It's funny because so. the young kids these days now look at people our age. And when we go out and get drunk are like, oh, idiots. You know, you're like, oh. <laughs> you look at these boomers. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm not. Okay, boomer. <laughs> drunk boomer. The and Shauna podcast. We were submitted in addition to the Fortune 500 list, Beckler. And a very good one at that. This is a great one. Uh, so it's actually the husband of very loyal listener Shannon. Her last name is Knox, and her husband's name is Andy Knox, and he has this business. It's called, it's a hot sauce business, first off, and it's called Knox Your Socks Off Hot Sauce. <laughs> That's a pun right there. Knox, because it's last name, Knox yep. your, your Socks Off, excuse me. Also tells you what the hot sauce does. Totally. Great pun. Sure does. Everything about it. Yep, just phenomenal. And as you know, I'm a huge, I'm a sauce wench. I was going to say, you've described yourself in the past as a sauce wench. Yes, sauce A sauce wench is a nicer way of saying it. I am a sauce wench. I'd like to open my own hot sauce place called Sauce Wench. <laughs> Uh, and so this is, I appreciate this a lot. I'm actually, I'm investing in some of his hot sauce. Good. I want this, yeah. Good. Well, let us know how it is. Mm-hmm. I really like when the, the pun is like submitted by by someone who works with the totally. business, works adjacent to the business. I agree. And actually it has kind of a cool story to go along with it as well. So uh, he started this side hustle during the pandemic. And the mm-hmm. reason was because his wife, Shannon, she was like, hey, I bet you can't start a side hustle. Ah, so she started from a challenge, and he did, and it's still going strong. So there you go. Knocks your socks off. Knocks your socks off. It's hot hard to sauces. say. But knocks your socks off. It's hot sauce. F- Try and say that seven times. Faster. Fortune five hundred for sure. Wow, Great work. Yeah. Great work. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have to apologize to you, Shauna. I kind of like faded out during that conversation. I had this super sharp pain, kind of in my like back, sort of to the side, like straight kidney region, and I was like, oh, Am I feeling a kidney stone right now? It's funny because I, you gave me this weird look, and I was like, oh, the minute you give me a look like that, I go, what did I just say that is going to get us oh, in trouble? Sorry, it no, was I that didn't. look, and I was like, oh, no, I've said something. I've, I've said too much. No, it wasn't that. I was just struggling to focus because I was in so much pain for a second there, and I was oh. like, I almost had to bail on it. And oh. I, so I, it hasn't hurt since. I hope it's not a kidney stone because apparently that's a nightmare. Yeah. I've heard people say it's one of the worst pains you'll experience is trying to pass a kidney stone. So. My dad has had uh, kidney stones twice oh yeah if not three times now and each time it was the most and like several passed and apparently large one like just 
Yeah. Jesus. I know they really can try awful. to break him up with the ultrasounds, but it's still quite an ordeal to pass it, isn't it? And he didn't do even do that. He oh, just kind of waited them out and plopped them out. And yep. Uh, not a good, you don't want those, no. Whenever that topic comes up on like Reddit, when they say, what's the worst pain you've ever experienced? Uh, kidney stones is always near the top. Same with cluster headaches. I guess people who get cluster headaches. Some of them, some people even kill themselves because oh, the pain is just Jesus. too much to deal with. Yeah, that's um, awful. So I, I hope it's not a kidney stone. I was kind of freaking out there for a second and I wasn't even able to listen to what you were saying, so I apologize. Well, I'm, okay, I, I, <laughs> I hope it's not kidney stones. I'm, I'm saying it's not kidney stones and I'm also glad that I didn't say something on the air that's going to get us fired because that was the look at... <laughs> oh, yep. So when I say something, no, it's just kidney stones. I've seen that look occasionally from you before normally it's like oh that's not something we should say Ooh. now let me tell you about the soundproofing in Shane Holmes Parrot Homes you could probably pass a kidney stone screaming at the top of your lungs your neighbor oh wouldn't even God. hear would they what yes sir no yes sir oh these 1,624 square foot parrot homes feature large bedrooms and kidney passing levels of sound kidney stone passing levels of soundproofing they start from the 490s for more info Visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I'm reading Prince Harry's biography right now. Uh, and this time in the biography, he's enlisted in the army and he's about to go to Afghanistan. And prior to him going, the queen then asks where he'd like to be buried. In case, of course, he gets killed when he's he's there, which... Pretty heavy topic, but Mm -hmm. of course makes sense. And uh, I mean, the royals have plenty of options, right? There's a lot of different places that they can be buried. And so he he picked Frogmore Cottage, which... uh, Such a funny name. The name of that is... Yeah, I I can't get over it, but... (laughs) Frogmore Cottage. Frogmore Cottage, I know. It sounds like something out of a fairy tale for sure. There's definitely frogs that are living creatures that speak English. Anyway... Uh, he, but he was married there, and he sees it as a tranquil place to be buried. So that's that's what he picked. Okay. But then, uh, as I was reading that, it got me thinking, and I was like, "Yeah, where would you want to be buried? Where would you want to be buried? Hey, especially like, you and I, we've we've moved around quite a bit, and I mean, there are a lot of significant places I think throughout people's lives that are important to them. And if you were to pick, or say, sprinkle your ashes, mm, you know, like yeah. if there was somewhere that. You know, you could pick ahead of time and say, like, this is where I'd love. Where would you pick? I know lots of people like sprinkle their ashes in the ocean. Yep. Or have sprinkle family members' ashes in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and people try and pick a place of significance to them, but I think yeah. you could pick it too, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know if I really have anything like that. Like, no? Nowhere that... Maybe in my parents' backyard. Yeah. I don't know. Got a lot of fond memories from playing back there, and they still live in the same house, so... That's a big one. Maybe there. But then, I mean, eventually... They'll die, and someone else will buy that house, and it'll just be someone else's house. That'd so. be super weird if all of a sudden you're in their backyard. People are sprinkling your ashes back there. <laughs> Do you mind? It's just my friend. Me, this this backyard means a lot. How about you? Yeah, um, probably my parents' cabin. Ah, uh, yeah. I figured you might say that. Yeah. Uh, I grew up. There. I mean, I not grew up there, but spent a lot, a lot of time there, of course, and in the water there. And it's just a great place. And my, it's kind of a family place that's been passed down for mm-hmm. so long too. So that's important. Like my, I think my grandmother's ashes were spread there too. Actually, really? yeah. Okay. So maybe. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's weird, like I I spend so much time out in the mountains too, and and it's such a significant part of my life now that that would be the other consideration is somewhere out in the mountains. But also cliche, how many other people from Calgary have said that I like my ashes to be sprinkled in the mountains? It's almost a white girl saying. You know what else? You know what else I'd like is just wait for like a really really cold, windy, prairie winter day, Mm. 
and just go out and do a field and you know, the kind of day where it just hurts to even have, just eating it, you know, it's just yep. so cold. He's like, ah, oh, this is awful. And just throw it into the wind and allow me to be sc- scattered by the prairie wind wherever I may go. Oh, that's you know? beautiful. I just on a really cold day, though, like just the coldest of days where it's like, this sucks. None of this, though, trumps what I actually want done with my body, which we've discussed right, many right. times before. And this is, I'm going to take my corpse, uh, not me personally, but my friends have to take my corpse up to the top of a mountain. Right. Put it on skis yeah. or a snowboard. Yeah. Light it on fire and then catapult it in some way off of a mountain yeah. ridge. That's what I truly want. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's anywhere that allows that type of burial yet. I know. Yet, we've but... said this. I still feel like there's a chance that this could happen. Yeah. I, there's got to be somewhere. And again, it's completely natural. Like put it on biodegradable skis or something, you know? My, You'd have to be nude. My bones are... The... That's fine. Just... <laughs> Nude put, and on fire, hey? Put a biodegradable something over top of my bits, okay? And then just cover my <laughs> sin cave a little bit. We're good. So You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f***. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.